Hello, hello everybody and welcome to the Christian Homegirl Podcast. My name is Symphony and I am officially your Christian Homegirl. Before we get into this podcast, I'm going to pray and yeah, so dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the person listening to this podcast. Lord, I pray that you would let them be blessed in some way. Lord, I pray that you would use me, speak to me and through me. In Jesus' name that I pray, amen and amen. So, like I said, my name is Symphony. I am 23 years old. I was born and raised in a DMV. I still reside here, so yeah. Um, And I'm the Christian homegirl, so every friend group has different friends. Like, I'm going to use my friend group as an example. So, right, my cousin is actually my best friend. And she, and she's all about her academics, her fitness. She's a personal trainer, um, her relationship, and just all about preparing for her life in this new place after graduation. So that's my one homegirl. Then my other best friend, she is a workaholic, y'all. She works so that she can give herself the finer things in life and also stack her coins for the next life move, whatever it may be. Right, and then there's me. I'm the Christian homegirl. I don't technically have a practical job. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'm a luxury lash artist or a luxury lash technician. Um, And when you ask me for advice, nine times out of ten, I'm going to find some way to bring God into the mix because I don't be trying to do stuff without God because it just be a mess. So, yeah, that's that. Um, What you can expect from this podcast is I'm just going to be sharing my christian journey with you guys hopefully encouraging you to keep going um i do have an email address that you can send questions for advice or situations you know whatever and i'll leave it somewhere y'all i've never done a podcast i don't know where i'll be putting all my info but when i do it'll be there um so i do have an email for all that i also do youtube no i don't get paid to do it i just do it because i like to um However, I haven't been super consistent on there. I'm trying to get back to it. So I'll leave a link to that somewhere as well. But a little bit about me. Like I said, I'm Tiffany, 23 years old. Um, hmm, I lost my dad really young. I've suffered a lot of loss in my life and just pretty much normalized grief. That's not me saying this. It's something my therapist told me. Yes, I am a firm believer in Jesus and therapy. The Bible says in Proverbs... 18 19 20 excuse me proverbs 19 20 says listen to advice accept discipline and at the end you'll be counted among the wise right so godly counsel is very important whether it's friends a therapist a parent whatever my therapist is also a believer so you know i love that for me if y'all hear anything i have a two-month-old puppy who is back there going ham on one of my shoes that I don't wear anymore. Um, But yeah, Uh, I'm going to talk about, you know, my little church journey because, you know, it's been interesting. You know, I grew up in church all my life. I got saved at 13. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And, um, you know, since then, I've been trying to figure it out. I was also in a relationship with a female at the time. So it was just a very hard, frustrating, confusing time for me. Um, In 2018, 
Um, I had experienced my last church hurt at my home church, y'all. And I was like, after this, I'm not telling y'all my business. Y'all don't need to know nothing about me. Don't ask me how I am because I'm not really going to tell you. I'm going to say good and keep it pushing. Um, what had happened was... <laughs> I had went to, I had like been in the running to be assistant manager at my job and another girl had got it and one of our mutual co-workers was like, oh, she deserves it and da 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 da. So when I got to church, I was telling them, you know, how I felt about it and I was like, I feel like if she feels like I didn't deserve it or if she just didn't like me in general, she could have just told me. So then my youth pastor went back to my co-worker because he was her personal trainer and told her what I said so when I came to work on Friday because we didn't really work together all like that so when I came to work on Friday and she was at the stank I was like oh, what's that about so I was like what's the problem like we literally we were we did hair and our stations were literally right next to each other and I'm like clients can feel this negative energy so what is this about and she let me know that her personal trainer told her what I said. Of course, he didn't say it right. <laughs> so I was like, that's not what I said. I said, if you felt like I didn't deserve it, you could have told me that. Or if you just didn't like me, you could have told me that. Um, we squashed it. And after that, I was like, oh, okay. That's how we're doing things. So I went to church the next Sunday. Ooh, that's my puppy. I went to church the next Sunday to talk to my other youth pastor because I had a male and I had a female. The male is the one who was a personal trainer. And the, I went to the female and I told her the situation. She was like, oh, he probably didn't mean it like that. You know, hey, sorry, y'all. I had to pause. My sister was coming in here to get the dog. Um, but I went to the female um, youth pastor and I was telling her the situation. She was like, he probably didn't mean it like that. He probably didn't mean to. And I'm like, if you're a personal trainer how do you not mean to bring up something that I talked to you about at church? <laughs> like, I just don't see how you would accidentally bring that up. So, and and then I told, when I was, <laughs> if she ever listens to this, it's going to be, I don't know. But anyway, I went back home and I told my mom, I was like, it was so stupid for me to talk to her because everyone knows she has a crush on that man. Like, <laughs> that was stupid. So he, like, he I was like, okay, no. And then she made it worse. Cause I'm like, you can't even use wisdom. Like your judgment is so clouded and I just really can't even. So that was pretty much it. So I was still going to church though after that. Like I said, I just wasn't talking to anybody. Like I was talking to my best friend's mom, my grandmother, my aunts, the pastor. And I low key want to say that's it. Oh, and I had, I still had some friends that went to church there. So I would talk to them of course. But other than that, no. Cause I'm not finna, I'm not gonna come to church where it's supposed to be a safe space and vent and get wisdom and godly counsel and you out here telling my business. It's just that's not gonna work for me. So I decided I was just gonna be one of those church goers who went to church and went home, and that's what it was. In 2019, I ended up in this situationship with another woman. I had been dating dudes before her, but you know, then we met and I cut them off and blah blah blah. And I had asked her, I was like, you know, how do you feel about going to church with me? Like, would you want to go to church with me? You know, nothing too crazy. I wasn't making a big deal about it. I was just like, would you like to go? And she was like, you know, based on her past relationship and her prior relationship, I'm not going to go too much into her business because that's not what it's about. But she was like, you know, she just didn't want to go. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, since you travel for work a lot and I don't really get to see you during the week, I'm just gonna not go to church sometimes so I can hang out with you um so 
we were actively dating but not in a relationship actively dating to me is when you're going out on dates getting to know each other etc that's what we were doing um we were doing that until september um and in september i found out she was sleeping with my two friends and y'all i was devastated so i found out about one friend on september 17th and then two weeks later the girl who originally told me that they were sleeping together she was like actually we had a threesome so you're the other girl so i put her too which like really hurt because before i knew the other girl had slept with the girl that i was in love with i was really like venting to her and crying to her like she was being a shoulder to cry on and i was like so hurt y'all i was so hurt but you know what would have avoided all that if i didn't stop going to church if i would have kept praying god probably holy spirit probably would have let me know this ain't even it big dog like don't do this um but hey look have y'all seen that tiktok oh wow if it isn't the consequences to my own actions okay here on the christian homegirl podcast we're all about taking accountability for the things we did wrong okay and the things we could have done better and we're not gonna dwell on them but we're going to take accountability and pray for forgiveness and move forward right so if it isn't the consequences to my own actions (laughs) um so after I found that out I was like I thought I was depressed the week before like after finding out about my one friend but then to find out about my friend that I'm venting to I'm like dang (laughs) talk about a knife in the back bro like the depression was real y'all i went through an eight month depression battle and it really was a battle because daily i did not want to wake up so like i would be up all night watching all american and hoping i wouldn't wake up the next morning and when i would wake up i would just be like for what you woke me up for why (laughs) like why did you do this right so it was definitely a battle um and then covid hit so september october november december january february march so at the six month mark of my depression is when covid hit and we were shut down out here in the in parts of the dmv and so what do you do when all your distractions are gone i can't go out to the club i can't drink with my friends i can't go out to dinner and spend money i don't need to be spending so what am i going to do i had to get with my therapist and take care of my problems for real get with my therapist and god let me not say just my therapist get with my therapist and god so that i could get out of this depression because it really wasn't working for me it was getting old it wasn't looking good on me okay period um Luke 10 19 says behold I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and all over the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you right so if I serve a God who's already victorious and he's given me the power to trample on the things that try to hold me down is it really even a battle it is a battle because I got to get to the winning side, which means I do have to go through it. When when there's a race, people, I mean, well, some people might cheat and just find the finish line. But for me, that's not my story. There was no, there was no cheat code to the finish line of depression. I had to go through it and God was not going to take me out of that situation. However, he did stick beside me. He said, that's my daughter. 
and I'm gonna stick beside her, okay? So he was with me every step of the way, and I'm so thankful and so grateful for that. Um, throughout the depression battle, unforgiveness also played a part in it. For some reason, I was saying, not for some reason, because in my heart of hearts, I wanted to forgive them. And I kept telling people, you know, I'm over it, I'm cool. Because when people would, y'all... This is someone that I would go to sleep on the phone with, wake up on the phone with. And whenever she was home from work, we were together. And y'all, it was so bad. Her job had sent her out of the country. And it was a six-hour time difference. And we were still on the phone or on FaceTime 90% of the time. And I don't tell y'all this for me to reminisce because I'm not trying to do that. I just want y'all to know how deep it was for me. Not for her, for me. I was like genuinely in love with her and at first I thought it was just oh I'm just saying that but then my therapist was like no that no you were you were so and God is the only way that situation were to end up how it did where we would not be speaking no contact no communication blocked on everything and I have peace because at one point I was like dang how am I even going to you know, I don't want, not how, but I don't want to live without her in my life. And now I'm okay. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And only God could have turned that around. Only God could have got me to this outcome. I don't care what anybody says. You can argue with your parents because I'm not here to argue. I'm here to tell you what I know. And I know that God is good. And I know that when I surrendered my broken heart to him, he fixed it better than before I had ever met her. Okay. So my people would be like, oh, what happened to such and such? And I'm like, oh, you know, it just didn't work out. And if I was by myself, it would be left at that. But like, say one of my friends was there or one of my aunts, they would just go into this whole big rant about how she ain't ish and this, this, that, and the third. And so I will always have to defend the fact that I forgave her. I kind of felt like I didn't even really want to grieve or admit that I was ever angry because everyone was so angry for me, um, which also had a part in me not really being able to fully forgive because the things that you keep secret is what Satan uses to keep you bound because when you keep it a secret, you can never really be set from it, set free from it. Um, you can't heal what isn't revealed. So if I don't tell you I have a scar, the scar will never fully heal because you'll probably keep doing things to make it worse. So um, got with my therapist. I started praying. I just started just taking baby steps to getting into my word and trying to just get back to what life was before I met her. Um, in September of 2020, at the end of September, it in my I started a five day fast, no food, just water, and because I wanted to show God that I was serious, I wanted to pursue Him, and I wasn't joking because this hurt that I was fit, the pain that I had felt at the beginning of 2020, I just couldn't see myself put, I couldn't put myself through that again. I couldn't put myself in another situation to feel that again. So I needed God to know that I. I am admitting humbly that I can't do life without you. I'm not trying to do life without you anymore. I repent for trying to do life without you. And I I need you in every aspect of life. It don't matter what it is. So, um, and that is how my relationship with God started back up. Um, it's been a journey. It definitely has been a journey. I was still, you know, drinking. I wasn't drinking as much 
as I did before that, but I was still drinking and I was still partying and all that stuff. And then um, New Year's came and I went overboard. I was definitely, excuse me, I was definitely way too intoxicated New Year's. And so, of course, I had to repent for that because I had no self-control. I just was doing any and everything. Um, and I continued pursuing my journey with Christ. I started talking about God on my TikTok um, because I just, I don't know, I will always feel random urges to talk about whatever was on my heart. And I did. And um, one of my TikToks blew up about how I was believing in God for a new car. Don't go looking for that TikTok because I literally privated it like two, privated? I put it on private two days ago. Um, and, you know, some of my TikToks were doing really good. Um, and then Transformation Church had said they were doing Flood Sunday on May 23rd. And I didn't even question it. I instantly knew that I wanted to be a part of that. Um, May 23rd, 2003 is when my biological dad passed away. So for me to be baptized on May 23rd, what is that, 18 years later, you know, I couldn't think of a better way to change the whole essence and meaning of that day for me. Because yes, my dad did pass away and May 23rd, 2021, the old me passed away and behold, he's, he's doing a new thing. So, um, I'm forever grateful for Transformation Church and, and Pastor Michael Todd and his whole team for putting together such an amazing, you know, Flood Sunday. I, I just can't even, words can't even describe how grateful I am for that. I did get baptized. I do have a video of me getting baptized on my Instagram. Um, and it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. Have I slipped up since then? Yes. And, and I repent. First of all, I was repenting daily when I didn't have big slip-ups. But of course, I, I never want God to think that I'm making the conscious decision to walk away from him. Because that's not ever what I'm doing. I, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to say never, but that is not something that I want to make. I want to make a conscious decision to do. Walk away from God. Because I just don't see the point. When God is the only person who really gives you his everything. Um, and no, I don't mean literally give you everything because he's not going to give you everything that you want because that may not be what's best for you. However, he, he gives you grace. He gives you mercy and that qualifies as he gives you everything because grace is the unwarranted. Let me look up the definition because I was doing something and I looked up the definition of grace. Okay, so grace, the in Christian belief, the free and unmerited, the unmerited, unmerited favor of God, as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings, right? So that means grace is God giving us things that we don't deserve, but we also have mercy, which is when we don't get the things we do deserve because God is so gracious and loving and forgiving. 
Um, so for, for grace and mercy alone, God gives us everything. But why would I turn away from from probably one of the only people who, who gives me their everything to turn to people who will only give me something? And it may not even be what I need. Like in my situationship, she was giving me a form of love and affection, but it wasn't everything that I needed. Um, and that's just a, a small, small example. So that's my whole church journey. Why I had kind of pulled back from church. What happened during my off time, how I got back into the church, etc. So now I'm just trying to navigate being a follower of Christ. It's not easy. And for some reason, people always want to argue. But I want to make this public service announcement very respectfully. Okay? I don't, I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> if you want to argue. I can't argue with you. You mad. You mad. I don't, I don't, I don't even know why. I'm not forcing you to believe what I believe. You don't have to love God if you don't want to. I mean, it's stupid, but you don't have to. I, I can't make you, but it's pretty dumb if you ask me. But if you didn't ask me, then, you know, just keep it pushing. Um, I don't argue with people. If you're respectful to me, I'm respectful back. Um, I try my best to be respectful in all aspects. However, just don't push me. Don't. Just don't do that. So yeah, that's a little bit about me, my story, my testimony, all that good stuff. I do have some topics lined up for us to talk about. As y'all heard, I have dated women in the past. I don't, I no longer date women now. Um, it's just not for me. However, I do not judge anybody who's a part of the LGBT community. Um, because I want, I, and, and this is, this is something that I don't think I've ever said out loud because I never want people to look at me crazy, but I mean, we here now. So, I mean, whatever I want people in the LGBT community to experience God, how I've experienced God. And the only way you can truly experience God the way I have, and I don't even want to limit it to how I've experienced him, because if he's done something for me, Ephesians 3:20. I don't have my physical Bible with me, guys, so we're just looking up every verse that I'm bringing up on Google. can go into Ephesians 2.8. What's that talking about? Oh, wow. For it is by grace you have been saved. That's not the verse I was looking for, but let me go to what I am looking for. I can see why that verse is popular to be looked up. Right, so if God can do something for you, He can do something for me, He can definitely do something for you. Ephesians 3:20 says, Let me find a version that I actually want to read because I'm not seeing the version that I usually read. Definitely don't want the NRV version. Okay, the New King James Version. Now to Him, now to God, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us, right. So if God has done great things for me, he can do even greater things for you because I'm, sh- I'm sure you can imagine what he's done for me. But the Bible says he can do more than what we even think, what we can imagine. He can do more for you than he did for me. But you have to experience him. You have to accept Christ as your shape. Mm-hmm. Help me, Lord. You have to accept Christ as your savior and pursue God. 
And I'm telling you, the only way people in the LGBT community will ever want to experience Christ is if Christians draw other people in with love. You can't draw people in judging them. It never works. And you, you want to know how I know? Because people did it to me. When I, I don't want to say when I first started dating girls, but I guess when people first found out, they were like, you know, how could you still go to church and claim you love God and do that? How can you claim to love God and you in my business? Okay, hello? Because what are, aren't you having sex? You're not married, but you're in my business. Do, do you do you get paid to be in my business? No, you don't. But here you are in my business. And, and you know what? That conversation would have went better if someone had came to me like this. Hey, I know you have whatever you have going on. However, I don't even want to talk about that. I just want to talk about Jesus. I want to introduce you to Jesus. I want to tell you what he's done for me, and hopefully you'll accept him in your life so he can do the same for you. Now, if somebody had came at me like that, I probably would have listened. I probably would have listened. But talking about how can you come to church, dating women, how can you come to church, and you was having sexuals last night, how you doing that? Huh? 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 I can't hear you. Uh -huh. Okay? So, we... Basically, I say all that to say, let's do things in love, okay? The judgment doesn't draw people in. It doesn't. It don't. It wouldn't draw me in because I don't know who you're talking to like that, but you're not talking to me, okay? Um, when people, when you try to talk to people who don't believe in Christ, talk to them how you want to be talked to, <laughs> okay? You wouldn't want no stranger coming up to you talking about you going to hell, period. How would you know? Are you God? How do you know that I won't have a change of heart and pursue God and get saved? Huh? How do you know? Right, exactly. So, and that's one of my main missions, to do everything in love. I have a lot of LGBT friend, LGBTQ plus friends. Um, a lot of them... I love so 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 dearly. I love I love all my friends so much. And that was one of my biggest fears when I started pursuing my relationship with God is do my friends think that I am judgmental? Do they think I'm a hypocrite? Do they think that I hate them? And I never want any anyone that I've ever called a friend to think that I hate them. Even the people who did me wrong, I don't hate them. And I, I probably have more love for them than anyone will ever know. I pray for them all the time, y'all. One time I was in my room and the Holy Spirit was like, ah, ta-da, here I am. And I just remember going in, you know, just praying that the Lord heals those who hurt me who need to be healed in miraculous ways. I prayed that people experience peace and love and joy in the most purest form. Like, I pray these things over them because I genuinely want that for them. At one point, I wanted them to feel what I felt. Because, baby, you're going to feel this because I didn't do nothing to you. But we thank God for a change of heart. We thank God for true forgiveness. Because unforgiveness is a weight that you don't have to carry. You choose to carry it. And the moment you decide this is not what I want is the moment doors will become open. Life will feel lighter and everything. Everything may not get easier, but it's one less bag you have to carry. Um, so, yeah. And God did show me when I was in unforgiveness toward the girl I was in love with. And he, he showed me exactly when I forgave her. 
Um, I remember he showed me through dreams, very, very violent dreams that I hadn't forgiven her. And one day I was in my room, I was fasting, I was had worship music on, I was folding my clothes, and all of a sudden, like, the spirit just hit me like crazy. Another thing, shout out to the Holy Spirit for always invading my space. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Even when I'm unintentionally in the presence of God, it's never anything like he always comes into my space and takes over. He fills my room from the floor to the ceiling. And I absolutely love that. Don't let it be dry in here. Holy Spirit, saturate this whole room, any and every time, whether I'm intentionally in your presence or I'm just singing songs that will unintentionally get me into your presence. Every time I pray, the Holy Spirit will continue to just overflow and pour out into wherever I am, whether I'm in my room. He's He's caught me in my room. He's caught me in my car. Any and everywhere, the Holy Spirit is welcome, so period. Um, But God showed me through many violent dreams that I had not forgiven. Um, And then one night, like I said, I was in my room. I was fasting had my worship music playing i was folding my clothes and i just started booty crying because the spirit couldn't be filling my room and it hit me last like whoosh and so i just started crying and the first thing i said out of my mouth was i forgive her because i needed i needed the holy spirit to know that i'm tired of carrying this burden and i can't have it i'm ready to move on i'm ready to be free from this you forgiving me for it and i need to forgive her because it's not fair for me to be forgiven but not to forgive Ooh, that's oh, come on lord that's a word it's not fair for you to be forgiven but for you not to forgive i don't know who needed to hear that but i had to say it twice um so the first thing i said was i forgive her you know i forgive her for how she made me feel i forgive her for you know i just forgive her period and then, you know, I had to take it a step further and I said, you know, I rebuke anything that would try to torment me with the memories of when we were together. Because y'all know that the spiritual realm is so close and demons be trying it. Like, baby, you already know I got authority, so I don't even know why you're trying me. Because you know that with one word, it's it's over for you. You back to the... So... I rebuked that in that same night I actually had a dream that I had got married which was so crazy I got married to this man who was actually Caucasian he was very handsome but anyway I had a dream that I got married and then the dream shifted and I'm assuming it was like a couple days after the wedding because I was home with my friends and family and my husband and I was like you know I'll be back I'm going to run to the mall and I went to a mall that her and I have been to before in waking life and I drove all the way to the top of the parking garage and I parked my car and we sat i sat on my trunk she sat on her trunk and we just sat laughing and talking and um then i woke up and i was like thank you jesus like as soon as i woke up i was like thank you jesus <laughs> thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus no more violent dreams with this woman oh my god thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus i'm still thankful to this day <laughs> because even now like i've had a couple dreams with her in it and they were weird um, I wasn't mad. We weren't friends. It was just like some real interesting dreams. And so I was like, Lord, what is going on? But I feel like that was him wanting me to pray for her. So I just did. And I haven't had a dream with her in it since. Okay, we love that. So that's that. I hopefully this podcast has given you a good look into who I am. I'm first and foremost a lover of Christ. Second, a lover of people. If you respect me, I respect you. If you disrespect me, I'm still going to try to respect you because the Bible says if someone 
Let me pull up the verse. You know, we love verses here. I believe it says if someone smacks your right cheek, you turn and offer the other cheek to them. But let me not let me not be wrong. Let me not be wrong. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, y'all. Okay. Matthew 5 38. And this is the NIV version, so give me a second to switch it to the New King James. Okay, it says, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist, but I tell you not to resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right, right cheek, turn the other to him also. Verse 40. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. So the, the little heading for that part of Matthew is go the second mile. So, yeah, that's what I'm about. I'm all, we're, we're still working on that. I'm a work in progress. But hopefully this podcast has given you a good look into who I am. I know it might be a little lengthy and I do apologize. Um, but that pretty much wraps up this episode. All of my information will be somewhere. Um, all my links, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok um my youtube all of that will be somewhere you can find me i'm gonna excuse me i'm gonna go ahead and pray us out so dear heavenly father lord god i thank you for this day i thank you for this episode i thank you for giving me the right words to say i pray that you spoke through me and to me lord i pray that you let whoever is listening to this podcast be blessed in ways that just completely knock their socks off blow their mind this week in Jesus name I pray amen and amen and I will see you guys in the next episode bye